Somebody passed the man the bottle. I guess so. Give him a bottle of Hennessy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Even I don't like drinking Hennessy. I like drinking cognac. Hennessy is a cognac. Well, I know that, but... You know what I mean. <laughs> I, like, I like to sip it, not chug it. Yeah, I don't see how, like, a lot of guys can... Chug, Hennessy, cognac, in general. Yeah, like the only cognac I used to drink was uh, the Cavassier VSOP. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I started drinking that because Buster Rhymes, P Diddy, right, right, and all of them they had that song "Past the Cavassier." Mm-hmm. So I tried it out and I was like, I didn't know what to expect because I didn't know it was a cognac. I didn't know what a cognac was. Right, you know that was the thing. I didn't mm-hmm. know what it was, so I. Bought a bottle, and it was actually a gift set. And I mm-hmm. think I still got the cups somewhere up, but I had the glass, the, the glass cups, the, and all yeah. that, and it had Cavassier VSOP. Mm-hmm. So I popped the bottle open, mm-hmm. and my first thought was, you know, ooh, I don't know about that smell, you know. Mm-hmm. So I took a poured a little bit in the in the glass. Mm-hmm. Took a little sip of it, and I was not too impressed. Because, like I said, I didn't know what a cognac was. I didn't know how to drink it properly mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And it just sat there, and then I drank a little bit more. I got a wild hair and started drinking a little bit more of it. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, I got tired of it, and I gave it to somebody, but I still got the glasses somewhere. <laughs> That's funny. But somebody passed the man the bottle. He's trying to get over somebody. I know that feeling all too well. <laughs> Jesse and I were just recently watching a video about yeah, the wild yeah. animals in Africa. I can't remember what part of Africa in specific it was, but there's a fruit tree called the Marula fruit tree. Mm-hmm. And so all the animals gather around whenever the fruit begins to ripen and the the, the elephants, they, they, they tag team this shit, just like mm-hmm. what you saw in the video. Yeah. The monkeys jump in the tree, they start shaking the little branches, yeah. and the elephants go down to the bottom and start, you know, shaking the whole damn tree. Yeah. Until eventually the fruit starts falling off. <laughs> so then they start eating on it, and then they wait and let it uh, rot a little bit, like about two weeks or so. <laughs> and they, they go and start eating the fruit that as, as it rots, you know, several weeks later. And then it starts fermenting in their stomach. Mm. <laughs> These animals are are walking drunk. Like, it, it's unreal. I, I was like, that, wow. Mm. Never seen elephants stumble around drunk. Never seen an ostrich. Or a monkey. A monkey. And then the warthog. Yeah. A warthog was stumbling around. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, oh, man. Had a little too much, had a little too much of that marula fruit. Mm-hmm. The motherfuckers were stumbling like me and you one night. Well, there's been a lot of nights like that. Nights where I've had to help Jesse stand up. Mm-hmm. Or just carry me. <laughs> I might do some WWE shit, but I'll be alright. <laughs> That's how you know you best friends. Mm-hmm. 
a good friend will just get you to your room, lay mm-hmm. you down, and put blanket over you. Your best friend will pick you up and probably power slam you or something. Yep. You know, do some kind of wrestling move on you. Then be like, okay, now he can go to sleep. <laughs> I know, like, damn, my chest was hurting. <laughs> inside joke, y'all. Inside yeah, it's joke. an inside joke. But that was that was an interesting video. Yeah, it was. If uh, if you got any videos of drunken animals, and we don't condone you getting animals drunk for entertainment purposes. Oh no, if but, it's by accident. But if it's by accident and all that, like if you if you got like I seen another video of a squirrel, he ate fermented peaches, mm-hmm. and then just literally was stumbling around, couldn't even get going. No. Like the poor thing was just sitting there, like Ugh. I'm still trying to wake up over here. Well, wake you up with some, wake yourself up with some of that whiskey. You got. I'm drinking it, but it ain't it's making me go back to sleep. You don't need to be sleeping right now. I know. I got a lot of shit to do today. <laughs> we got a lot to accomplish. I know. We got a lot of work to do as well. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to go golfing, and we, of course, that fell out, fell out, and it just didn't work out. Yeah. But anyways, but you need to wake up, dude. I'm trying. What are you trying to do? You trying to put on one of my golf gloves? I'm I'm trying to get my inner my, Michael Jackson. More like OJ. Yeah, that one too. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. It really is. That's messed up. Hopefully, we don't get sued for that. <laughs> anyways, well, what you sipping on today? Uh, just some Crown and Coke. Just some regular Crown and Coke. Yeah. Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy today. I got a little Cayman Jack. I don't know. I need something to wake me up. Need a little. I got a little Cayman Jack. I got a couple of Modellos to the side. Shit, I probably need to, go and need, need to go to the convenience store and buy me a Red Bull. No, I don't think you need to do that. Do, do a Vegas bomb real Oof. quick. Mm-mm. Ooh, hits the soul. Do a Vegas bomb. I'm up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got some Modelo here sitting to the side, along with some Mireles Michelada mix. I got the strawberry this time. Uh, do you, boo boo? Do you? Hey, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not. This Michelada mix is pretty good, and and you're not a fan of it. Uh, well, it's not because of that. It's because of my damn heartburn. You got to know how to drink it in moderation. Moderation, my ass. Even when I take a sip, I'm already dying. Whatever, whatever. You don't say that about eating pizza. I just don't know why. I really don't know why. I guess it's just certain types, I guess. I don't fucking know. You don't say that about the Cayman Jack because it's high in citrus. I know. It's it's just something about tomatoes. I don't know what it is. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even with the pizza, the tomato yeah, sauce. I know. That's what I'm saying, too. Hmm. I don't know. I guess it's just plain Jane tomato sauce. And, and it's weird. That's weird. I, I don't know. I'm, I don't... My body's just fucked up, man. Yeah, you've put your body through a lot of abuse. Yeah, I've been through some At such an early time. Yeah, make sure y'all are healthy kids. Yeah, you don't want to skip out on your health. Yeah, I know. I almost croaked over a couple of times. But hey, I'm still here. (laughs) We're trying to keep you as long as we can, Jesse. Oh, no. Trying to keep you alive as most as we can. (sighs) At least when we hit 40. (laughs) You know what they do when you hit 40, right? Oh, what that. the doctors do. Oh, yeah. They do a little prostate exam. I'm going to die from prostate. 
Like get the finger. And then you. They get the latex glove and they and put no, them, and, no and sometimes from what I was told because uh, this old man I worked with mm-hmm. driving trucks he told me that the first time they ever did that to him he said man I never went back to that doctor after that <laughs> he said he violated me he said didn't even give me a candy afterwards or nothing <laughs> didn't give me no candy he said, didn't even give me no kiss on the forehead. He said, didn't even ask me if I wanted to go eat dinner with him or nothing. Mm. He said, just violated me and said, okay, all right, you're good to go. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to die from prostate. I know I am. Because, no. because knowing my luck, I'm going to get a butch fucking doctor that has like Vienna sausage hands. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I'm like, don't use the Vaseline at least. I look at him. I'm like, look, man, let's just keep this simple. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how they check you for prostate cancer. That's yeah. one of the ways they say. I ain't never had that happen to me before. Me either. And I don't ever plan on it. Well, no. When I turn forty, I don't plan on going to the doctor. Mm-mm. New. But that guy that I was talking about, he's old school. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it was just so damn funny how he said, he says, damn doctor stuck his finger up my ass. He said, when I turned 40, he says, some bitch wanted to check me for prostate cancer. And I said, well, doc, how does that work? He says, well, he says, this is what I do. He says, I get this latex glove. He says, I use the old trusty finger. And he was like, and it goes, you know, where? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, no, doc, I don't know. I don't think that's how, you know, it needs to go. And he was like, well, that's one of the only methods that we can. Mm-hmm. He said, it's either that or we stick a probe or something like that. And he was like, oh, hell no. He said, you ain't sticking nothing up my ass. Right. And and they argued with the doctor. Well, he also had to renew uh, his medical card, yeah. his DOT uh, medical card. And uh, like I said, he was already 40, but he had he already had so many health problems and all that. How he still had a medical card... I don't know. He had so many medical problems. He was a, a mystery to medicine. Mm. And uh, the doctor threatened him with, uh, if we don't do this complete exam and we don't check your prostate and all that, he says, I can't give you your medical card. He says, well, bullshit. He says, I'll go to another fucking doctor. He says, no. Nah. He says, another doctor is going to do the same thing. He's going to tell you the same thing, too. <laughs> he was like, you're already at that age where, you know, you got to get it checked. He was like, well, Doc, he was like, well, what's the deal after after that's done? He was like, well, you get to go on home. He was like, so you mean to tell me you're going to stick a finger up my ass to check my prostate? He said, you're not going to give me any candy. Not even going to give me a pat on the back. None of that. He's like, nope. He says, just check it and go. He was like, everything's looking good as far as your blood pressure goes. Mm-hmm. He was like everything else as far as what we check for in, in the DOT physical mm-hmm. the medical card. He's like everything's checking out. He says now that he's now that you're at the age of forty, he's like this is what we got to check. Mm-hmm. He's because you're constantly sitting down in the truck. He was like think about it. He says how many potholes or bumps do you hit in a day? He says how hard does it hit the the seat when you're driving? Mm-hmm. He was like that could also trigger you know prostate cancer and all that now i don't know how true that is this is just what the old school told me mm-hmm. what this old school driver told me 
So he finally agreed. He says, all right, fine. If it's the only way I can get my medical card, fine. Yeah. So went on with it. <laughs> and he told me, he says, man, he says, I don't even know what to say about it. He was like, I'll just, he said, I just felt so violated that I just, I just kept quiet. Didn't say a word to him. He said, I didn't even say a word to my wife when I got home. <laughs> He was like, it wasn't until two weeks later that I finally told my wife because she asked me, hey, did you ever get your medical card? He's like, yeah. The doctor had to shove a finger up my ass to do it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what? <laughs> and, he, and he told her, he said, yeah, the motherfucker couldn't give me candy, couldn't even take me out for dinner or nothing afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> the, real, the real scare in life. <laughs> but you got to love working with those old school people. Oh, yeah. Like you, you work with one, don't you? Yeah, I work with one. He, he's pretty good, good fella. Always talking shit. <laughs> That's how the old schools are. They love talking shit. Oh yeah, they love talking so much shit. Like we had a, a crane operator. He he retired last year, mm-hmm. and uh, his thing was, you know, he had uh, messed up fingers. He had carpal tunnel in mm-hmm. his fingers, so his fingers were kind of curved and all that. Yeah. So when you're operating a crane with his crane, they had two joysticks. Mm -hmm. And it controlled all your functions and all that. Well, old Bill, I call him, we all call him Wild Bill. Yeah. One of the legendary crane operators in Oklahoma. (laughs) That's what we call him, the old old Wild Bill, the legend. And uh, anyways, well, Bill Jones, he was was a cool old man. He'd like you. And then he talked shit to you, you know, just how how they typically go about. Yeah. And then uh, his thing was, you know, he would always have all kinds of funny sayings. He says, well, Damien, we better make like a tree and get the fuck out of here. I said, make like a tree, Bill. The trees don't go nowhere. He said, exactly. <laughs> he said, we don't get the hell out. We're going to make like a tree. <laughs> all right, Bill. Well, we better get the hell out of here then. He says, all right. And then, like, we always had one guy always said motherfucker all the time. And we go to put something up or start stacking shit or whatever. He's yeah. heavy on the motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, Bill, he was. He he he's on some legendary shit. I wonder how he's doing now that he's retired. Oh hell. That old man, like I said, he was he was he was cool. Then we had another crawler crane operator. Yeah. We call him Winnie. Winnie. And he he old school than a motherfucker. Yeah. Like. He's working slow and all that, and you tell him, hey, man, I need you to speed it up. He's like, well, I got one gear that goes slower than that, too. He's like, either you take how I'm working or I work slower. <laughs> that's how old school he was. He didn't play around. Yeah. He didn't play around. You tell him, hey, you need to speed it up, he'd, he'd slow it down. He'd tell you to fuck off. <laughs> he'd tell you to fuck off. He says, either you fuck off or I'll work even slower. He says, I got a gear that's slower than that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can only imagine. Oh, man. And uh, I remember, like, when I first started working with these old schools. Yeah. Like, I didn't I didn't know how to act around them because they were always talking shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't know, you know, can I act like that, too, around these motherfuckers? Or are they going to start talking shit to me like that, you know? Yeah. That's what always went through my mind. I was like, can I, can I really talk like that around them? So, I, I never did. I just... Just chilled with them and worked with them and all that, just to feel them out, see, yeah. see what they're about and all that. And then afterwards, one of them he looked at me. He said, "Damien, don't you even fucking talk?" And those of y'all that know me, you know I could fucking talk. 
Mm-hmm. But around this one old school guy, I, I just didn't. I just didn't say a word around him. Yeah. And he kind of got concerned about it. He said, do you know how to fucking talk or what? I was like, yeah, I know how to fucking talk. He's like, well, fucking talk, dude. He said, you're starting to make me wonder about you. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, I'm just making sure you're okay in the head, and, you know, in the brain and all that. He was like, you sure don't talk a lot. I said, dude, I said, honestly, I ain't been around you long enough mm-hmm. to know what you're about. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't give a fuck what you say. He's like, you ain't going to hurt my feelings. He said, I've heard worse over the years. I was like, okay, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Now, didn't they ever tell you that, too? Oh, yeah. Plenty of times. I'm like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. I said, I can. I know I can be annoying. They're like, yeah. They're like, okay. And then you go to talking and all that. Hey, you need to shut the fuck up. Yep, pretty much. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. For the most part. Speaking of old school, we need to get Daniel in here. Everybody shit. Everybody needs to hear Daniel. A.K.A. the Fish Whisperer. The Fish Whisperer. That man... He knows exactly when is the best day to go fishing, what type of bait you need to use. Like, that man is spot on when it comes to fishing. Oh, yeah. He'll tell you, all oh, the barometric pressure needs to be at this this thing, this, 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 and that. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know what the fuck that is. I know it's got to do something with the weather. Yeah. But, I mean, he is spot on with, with fishing. <laughs> Like this dude, like he'll tell you, oh no no, don't don't go on this day. The barometric barometric pressure is not gonna be good. And like, what the fuck does? I just want to get drunk and just do nothing. That's pretty much it. But yeah, I want to I want to get him and uh, oh Tommy. Oh yeah. Get them two motherfuckers in here. Oh my god, we gonna have stories. We we'd have to make that one long ass episode. Probably be like four hours. <laughs> Probably. You get them two in here. Oh yeah, and we'd have to split it into certain episodes. Oh yeah, <laughs> but them two, there's something else when you get them two together. Yeah, because I remember at City Limits at the bar, mm-hmm. Daniel was sitting across the bar, Tommy was sitting across the other side, and I was over there sitting with Tommy, and Daniel would look at him, he'd stick his hand up, flip him off, "Fuck you, Tommy," <laughs> and everybody would start wondering, like, "What the fuck? Are they really?" <laughs> getting at at each other right fuck you tommy stupid motherfucker and i mean they would get it and everybody would be like oh shit this old man about to start a fight (laughs) (laughs) and daniel's old uh i want to say he's a vietnam veteran yeah i think so i think he's a vietnam veteran Mm -hmm. i know he's got stories i mean the times that i've hung out with him at his house and he, he would tell me all kinds of crazy shit that's why I want to bring him on here. He got stories for days. Oh, I could imagine. Them old schools, they got stories for days. Mm-hmm. What was it like what your grandpa would always say? Something about the Cadillac price. Oh, he, he wants that Cadillac, but he wants it at a Volkswagen price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you heard of any old schools that always said something funny around you, hit us up on Facebook and Instagram, The Damien and Jesse Show. We'd like to hear what you've heard over the years. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Because I've heard, I've heard some off-the-wall shit. I got to work with an old-school cattle rancher once before. And, and he's, a, he's also a welder by trade. And this son of a bitch, you cannot get him to weld sober. 
Like, if you get them to weld sober, you expect the shit to be fucked up. Right. I'm being dead serious. And he's so old school, he has to drink them at least a six-pack. And this motherfucker will build you the most square, prettiest fucking carport ever. Hmm. Like, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But when he's sober, he can't build shit. Like, that's... I don't know, dude. It's... His body is just that weird. But he's the same way, too. He's, his body's went through a lot of abuse. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like starting up an old farm tractor. You got to spray it with ether. Yeah. Give it a, give it its own little bump just to get started. <laughs> Pretty much for me. It takes a while to get me up and going. Say, like, for me, you know, if I got to be at work at 6 o'clock in the morning, sometimes I'm up at 5 o'clock. Yeah. And slowly progressing, waking my ass up. That's what I usually do, but usually I do two hours. See, sometimes, I, the first time I started doing an hour and a half. And that was only because I was actually getting up early in the morning, making my own breakfast. Yeah. Preparing my lunch for the day and all that. Yeah. And then I just started getting lazy. Yeah, it happens like that, man. Yeah, when you start working 14, 16 hours a day and all that, that shit wears you out. It really does. And you come home and you don't even want to do anything. There are times I don't even want to drink a beer after I've been working that long. Shit. The other, yesterday, dude. I was like, dude, I gotta, before we even do anything, I need to take a fucking shower. Just so I could cool off. Yeah. I was just that hot. Mm. And I mean, I drink a lot of water on the job sites, this, that, and the third, but it's just like, oof. It's like, you know, and, and that's the thing, too. You know, when I'm working, like, during the summer months. Yeah. Bro, I'll go through at least a gallon and a half of water. Oh, yeah. If I'm not having to drive a truck and I'm having to rig a crane up, mm-hmm. especially if it's like our big 900 tons, we're having to rig it up in Luffer. On a good day, I'll walk five to seven miles, mm-hmm. drink about a gallon and a half of water. Yeah. And then even at the end of the day, I'm just so damn tired, I don't even want to drink. Shit, usually I wake uh, mm. up. You better cut that out. You better me off. Jesus, Jesse. Uh, I'm sorry, but depending on what job site we are, I can usually walk up two flights of stairs up to four. Up and down all day, just... Now, are you carrying tools with you yeah, and stuff carry, like that? carrying tools or whatever they need or just whatever the situation is. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. No, like, with me, you know, when I'm having to be on top of the crane mm-hmm. and we're having to add jib sections and all that shit, put the luffer in and all that, Yeah. I have to wear this harness. Oh, yeah. And this harness that I wear, it's no regular harness. Yeah, it's standard. It's got, it's got an aluminum... Uh, it's got like this aluminum bar that goes mm-hmm. into the middle of your harness, yeah. and it attaches to the waistband, the waist belt, mm-hmm. and all that. Well, what that does is it's supposed to put all the weight of the harness on your hips mm-hmm. instead of it dragging onto your shoulders and digging into your, your shoulder and all that. Yeah. Now, it, it, it works out like that. In theory, it works out like that. But if you don't have your waist belt tightened up enough, yeah, it, it just still sags on, on your shoulder. Oh, yeah. And it's at least about 30 pounds. Oh, yeah. It ain't light. It ain't light like those universal harnesses. Oh, yeah. Those universal harnesses, they'll, they'll still dig into your, your shoulder and all that. Yeah. But these that we have, they don't they don't really do that. Hmm. But they're heavier than a motherfucker. They're like 30-something pounds. And it, it fucking takes a toll on you wearing that all day. Mm-hmm. All day. And in the hot sun... 
Like 2019, that was when I was working in Brownwood. Yeah. You know, when I was working in Brownwood, that was when I lost a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. I lost a shitload of weight. And that was just because that was, we were having record record temperatures. Oh, yeah. We were getting into like 113. Oh, yeah. 115 degrees. That was just outside, you know, in the sun. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even know what the temperatures would have been in the shade. Shit, probably like 95. Not even what that. A, <laughs> probably not even. Probably still in the hundreds. Yeah. Because I know even in the shade, it just only backs it off a couple degrees, I think. Yeah, I think like one or two degrees. Something like that. But I know what I was having to do. I was Everybody was constantly having to stay hydrated. Oh, yeah. We were going through at least three cases of water a day. I believe it. Easy. Easy. And every day we were having to buy ice, more cases of water, <laughs> stuff like that. And, and we even had the real good coolers. You yeah. know, like the Yetis. I had my little Kula. I had my Arctic 20 quart and all that. Yeah. And just, it was just so damn hot. Like, even the ice just wasn't wasn't holding up in the coolers. Yeah. And that one, of course, you got to add into the fact that everybody's getting into the cooler, getting, getting water for themselves or everybody yeah. else and stuff like that. So, yeah, the ice wasn't going to last very long. Oh, no. But I lost a lot of weight. When I went to renew my medical card, even my chiropractor was like, dude, what did you do to lose all this weight? I was like, dude, just work it in the hot, in the hot temperatures. Yeah. I said, I haven't really even been drinking much beer. Yeah. He was like, really? He says, I know you drink a lot. I said, yeah, I drink a lot. But and I, even, I just, even, I just, even your eating habits changed, too. Yeah, your eating habits. I was eating salads. Yeah. I wasn't eating a lot of junk food like I normally do. Yeah, because, I mean, you just want something so cold. And the thing is, too, you know, your body will crave certain things. Yeah. Like, when I was eating salads, it was because my body was so low in, like, certain minerals and vitamins and all that. You can get that with certain vegetables and salads and and stuff like that. I mean, it's just because I just don't want a hot meal. And that's how I am in the summertime. Yeah, you know I'll have cold sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I do my best to keep them cold in the in the cooler. Yeah, and all that, but I can't eat a hot meal. And then there are times too, even when it's real hot, I can't even eat lunch. Mm-hmm. Most of the times we don't even stop for lunch. Oh yeah, we'll eat as we go. Oh yeah, but there are times like I don't even want to eat. I ain't, there are times I get off of work in the evening time. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I don't even want to eat. Just yeah. too damn tired. Mm-hmm. Just burnt up from the sun. But I don't know. There's there's many things that I learned over the years doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one guy I used to work with, he used to be a firefighter. Hmm. He was a retired firefighter. And he was telling me, by the time you're thirsty and you're like, okay, I, I need to start drinking water. By then, that's what he told me, that's when you're starting to dehydrate. I was like, well, I didn't know that. He was like, that's why it's always good in the summertime keep keep a bottle of water on you and that's when he also taught me too was if if you're dehydrated in the summer months and you get a cold bottle of water do not drink it real quick because your your body being hot especially your stomach being hot yeah when it mixes with that cold water gets you nauseous and that happened to me once it was real hot and i chugged a cold bottle of water Oh my god, dude! I never felt so horrible in my life until then. 
Like that was horrible. Mm-hmm. That like it, it was it was bad, dude. Like I was done for for the rest of the day. Yeah. Like that was it. That was it. There was no more working after that. Mm-hmm. I had to stay cooled off. I was already having heat exhaustion. And I was like, nah, dude, this this it. I'm done. Yeah. Like I need to cool off. If not, I'm gonna get worse. Luckily, we had enough people to, on the job site to finish up the job for the rest of the day. And next thing you know, they were like, hey, are you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I just, I shouldn't have drank that cold bottle of water so quick. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have drank it so damn quick. Like, didn't, like, how hot did it get whenever you were working in the kitchens? Uh, not that bad. Not like, you know, it's, you're not going to pass out unless you're just very unhealthy. But mm. it, it gets hot. I mean, you're around 350 degree, you know, grease all the damn time, depending where you're at. And, I mean, you get the heat off of that, then the heat off the, you know, whatever else. Like the flat tops? Yeah, flat tops, and then, you know, what we call, you know, expo. Of course, you know, we have the heat heat lamps going for that, so, but it wasn't usually that bad unless you just really didn't take care of yourself gotcha gotcha yeah but no that was that was a hard lesson learned for me was don't drink cold water when your body is extremely hot now i'm not talking like extremely hot like you a banging 10 and all that talking temperature wise (laughs) i'm I'm at least a strong eight how much does she have to drink in order to say that actually believe it or not it was at uh, my job, and the servers were talking about it. I, we were all talking about it. <laughs> and she wasn't bad looking. She wasn't. Did she say, pass me the bottle? No. she. <laughs> she I, because we're, we were sitting there, you know, bored one day, and they were like, hey, um, you know, if you didn't meet me in one night, you know, what would you rate me? I was like, shit, this, that, and the third, everybody, you know. And then, of course, I came chimed in. I said, what do y'all think about me? I was a little bit chunkier back in a couple of months. And they were like, honestly, with your personality, a strong eight. I said, I'll take that. I said. Did you get a big enough head you couldn't walk out the door? <sighs> no. They are like, yeah, I would date you. I was like, all right. I see where I stand. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, I need to pass the bottle. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh. Somebody pass this man the bottle. He's having a hard time getting over you. <laughs> well, we're going to let Jesse finish waking up. And we'll catch y'all on the flip side. See y'all later. Trying to get